Hey everybody, welcome to the Micro Effect Broadcasting Network. You can access the show by typing in www.themicroeffect.com. Then click on the appropriate link, the chat room link. <clears throat> Come on in, make friends, get acquainted, solve some issues, save the planet, brainstorm, form a more perfect community. Might not be a bad idea. Listen to that bit of advice. Um, you can access the show again by typing in www.themicroeffect.com and then click on the appropriate links, the chat room links. Come on in, make friends, get acquainted, solve some issues, talk to, you know, have an exchange and dialogue with other people while you listen to the show. You might learn something, you never know. These days, anything you can get to help you get ahead is a good idea. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we had a bit of a struggle getting on the show, apparently powers that be don't like us I don't know why talk about it. I'm gonna kind of go all over the place um, how many of you have been paying attention to the moon have you been looking up at the moon at night and how many of you have seen the moon covered up by a clear sky <coughs> not clear sky sorry cloudy sky <coughs> or a chemtrail sky and you can't see the moon covered up completely and then how many of you seen what appears to be a white mist a bright white mist um, floating in the air below the sky and when you look up at the moon you can't see the moon but when you look through that mist you can see the moon through the mist how many of you seen that lately that happened this week with me. I was looking at the moon with a set of binoculars, and one day the moon disappeared. I thought, what the heck? <laughs> it's like someone took a dimmer switch and turned it down. Then a couple of days beforehand, the sky was completely, completely covered. You couldn't see nothing up there but this overcast. And this white, misty material was floating, and when it got under the moon, you could see it through a set of binoculars, clear as bell. But when you looked outside of that white mist, you couldn't see the moon but the cloud cover. So start expecting these type of anomalies to become more and more occurring. They are doing something to the earth, to the atmosphere. They're changing the vibrational frequency so we can't see things that we should be able to see. We can't uh, or we're seeing things we're not supposed to see or that they've created for us to pay attention to. It's the way it seems to be going. And it's the same thing going on in the health food industry. Gotta tell you, <clears throat> I was reading some stuff this week about a bunch of different gurus and I gotta tell you, I was impressed. I was really impressed. It's like the goofy guru-itis has become contagious. I have to laugh at the stupidity that knows no bounds in this industry. And the horse hockey that's being perpetrated as health and the general population not knowing up from down, right from left, believes in the happy horse hockey that's being produced in the health food industry 
Goofy Guru-itis section. They are now all jumping on board with the nanotech biology. And they're all jumping on board based on PubMed research, which I find hilariously, hilariously, you know, under undeveloped and not even remotely close to disclosing the full facts until you do some further investigation. Nanoparticles, whether it be gold, silver, copper, iodine, whatever, are toxic to the body on any level when you're talking nano. Carbon C60 is extremely toxic, so is uh, nano iodine and so forth and so on. And then when they come up and they got this sales pitch, we got the latest and greatest and most powerfulest iodine in the world. It's on a nano scale and it's a trans and we got electrified and blah, blah, blah. And it's nano iodine and it's going to make you go broke and turn you into some sick people. Because you still haven't got the concept of nano. Nanoparticles on a nano scale saturate everything in the body including cells tissue organs and bone and when they start saturating it doesn't matter if it's cancer or non-cancer it will kill it and when they added to green tea and turmeric and all these other herbs that were already killing cancer before the nano was introduced and you can go back 20 years and find this out as well on the research programs You'll find that when they added it to it, it didn't really make it any better, any worse. It just made it more toxic. See, because the one thing they don't tell you in any of the research, how does this crap come out of you once they put it inside? See, this is the, this is the gist and the function of these gurus to create confusion or muddy up the waters. See, they'll research and recite some idiotic thing out of PubMed. PubMed is not the end-all be-all. It's just a database collecting data from any source that's out there, whether it's a paid source or non-paid source, student studies or, or medical studies. But the thing is, you cannot tell them apart unless you know what to look for. But the, but the current guru, gurus with the guruitises throw this out there like it's the gospel according to what the science uh, community and they want you to believe the horse hockey because now they can turn around and sell you books and literature and databases and all this crap that really amounts to nothing so when you see these studies on nano and now they go into the body and they can kill cancer cells and they can now target these things and go after this and go after that. It sounds really good. Oh, hey, we got something that can zero in on a cancer cell and take it out. Yeah, let's go for it. But they forget to leave some facts out. Like, once it's administered, how does it come out of the body? And if you do the research on all these nanometals, they all store in the body somewhere, someplace, somehow, whether it be in the spine, whether it be in the liver, the spleen, the kidneys, the, uh, the thymus, the brain, 
you know, and your reproductive system, the skeletal structure, they go all over the place and they stick around. So I find that when I hear these people talking, makes me, and then I, uh, then I heard one guy read, and the guy was patronizing me. Oh yeah, he's, he's, he's trying to do the right thing, blah, 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 but he doesn't know what he, you know, he doesn't have all his facts and NASA has other studies and I look at him and, and I was looking at this guy, he said he could only listen to five minutes of what I had to say because he couldn't get past the fact that carbon C60 can cause brain damage and can be activated towards some kind of mind control. And because the frequencies can, in fact, uh, amplify in the brain and can create pro can create whatever trans transceiver effect going on, and everybody knows that knows anything about frequencies knows that microwave frequencies can be read by the brain. We can't hear them, but the brain can. And if you put something in it to augment the frequency act uh, uh, access, it can now control you. You're hearing the voice of God through the V2K technologies and everything else going on. And they really hate the fact that somebody is now exposing this. They're trying so hard to dispel that as a theory, myth, or whatever. But all you got to do is look it up. It's out there. It's all over the place. You can't hide it. They can't take it down because they got to allow the exposure to be put out there so that people can actually have the option of saying that they saw the, the research, but they went with it anyway. So when you see these things going on, you know, apply the space between your ears. It's called gray matter. Follow the dots. You might be surprised where it might take you. <laughs> After a while, you might begin to think, holy jumping, what are these people doing to us? Why is this going on in our vitamins? The world is heading toward a very bleak, bleak place. We're already in a dark place. We're already, we're already past darkness. We are now heading toward bleak. The bleak is where people get to the point where they're under so much illusionary realities or unrealities that they can't find the forest for the trees. They can't see past their noses. And what they see is what they think they see. We've been programmed, all of us, on at different ages, different stages of our lives. We've had programming coming come in, and a lot of us were born in the 60s, had the programming come in. Once black and white TV made the scene, they went full on with the program. The televisions that you're watching, the movies and television series that you're watching, are called television programming. Programming. And when you get the concept of programming, television programming, they're, tel they're teleporting through your eyes the program. That's what it means. We're teleporting through your eyes, your vision, the program. Whatever they're administering on television, that's what they want you to program and believe or to, uh, to download into the brain. That's why when you become awakened, you have a hard time 
um, dispersing that program because a lot of times it's embedded really deep inside. And sometimes the only way really to get through it is by believing in a different program. I always refer to the God program. You know, I believe through Jesus. You know, Jesus has got that Jesus salvation program, the freedom program. That's the program everybody should be getting to and getting on. That will help you distinguish and differentiate the nonsense from reality. See, one thing that you read in the Bible, Jesus says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We have stability there. That's what it says. Now we have these Noahide laws that are going to try to come in and do away with Jesus and do away with having faith in Jesus. And this is an alarming state of bleakness that's going on because so many believers are oblivious to the fact that they're about to lose their, their, their uh, access to the one thing that's been keeping them going. This is where we're at today. And the confusion will continue to become more confusing until you start to, again, associate, network, and get with other people that you can brainstorm with who are like-minded, who are looking for the same thing that you are, and that's freedom. We are all looking for the same thing. How many times have you said, all I want is my freedom? You say it on a, in a subconscious way. Oh, I just want, I want to be free. <laughs> Ever ask yourself, what are you asking? What are you trying to be free of? You don't know because it's a program and it's already locked into your system. And when you say you want to be free, but you really can't pinpoint what you want to be free of, it's the program running inside of you. When you start to sit there and do a real proper self-analysis, we are looking at wanting to be free. I keep saying that the earth is a crap hole. We're living in a crap hole. I don't say it that way, but I figure I better tone that down a little bit. I'm on the show here. But you know what I get? You know what I mean? A crap hole. And we're, we're walking among a lot of crappers. <laughs> People that are not only fed, not only have the mushroom mentality, you know, the old concept, you know, feeling like a mushroom, fed a lot of crap, crap and kept in the dark. But they are also exuding that crap. <laughs> it's kind of hard to walk down the street trying to you know, plow through a pile of rubbish and crap. It's just uh, it's very difficult to walk sometimes. <laughs> when we're talking, yeah, when we're using those terms, just leave me the blank or F alone. We say these things on a subconscious level referring to wanting to be free of the program. And we all have lots of them planted inside of us. So when we start thinking in those terms, because okay, we, we all use those terms. We all use them. I want to be free. Leave me the alone, you know. I'm going to have, I want my space. Okay. So, you know, and that's where that's coming from. That's where it's all coming from. 
And like I said, as you peel the onion, you peel, peel the layers of the programming that we've been induced. And there's all kinds of things to get entrapped in. All kinds of religions, all kinds of philosophies, all kinds of ideologies. But if you sit there and examine all of them, if they don't give you the aspect or the element to evolve and to become free, then all they're doing is walking you, marching you in a circle. That's all they're doing. Keeping you in a perpetual fractal, which basically uh, uh, swirls in a downward spiral. That's the program. That's what it's designed to do. And hopefully this will provoke some thinking. You know, when I talk about music as frequency, people don't get that because you start hearing a tune and all of a sudden you're singing the song and you're moving your head and you're swiggling your backside and you're, you're boogieing down the road. And that's how one becomes possessed. Nobody ever sits there and thinks, how is this moving me? How is this affecting me? How could this have affected me? You know, why am I moving in this way when I hear this music? Because that music happens to be a frequency. When you see something on television and it, and it moves you in some sort of an emotional response, that's because you have been programmed for a period of time to hear the rhetoric that you're hearing and after a while it takes hold inside of you and now you respond. That's a program. When you go into any kind of religious institution and they got you yelling and screaming and agreeing and getting you worked up in some kind of emotional frenzy, that is a program. When they got you running around, you know, screaming that you're gonna kill this person because they're this race or this color or this ethnicity, that is a program. Tony, do you think that parasites are a form of synthetic biology because they don't seem to natu natural to me? They feel uh, fee feed on heavy metals and radiation, among other things. Well, I wouldn't say all parasites are synthetic biology. I would say they might be, might have been mutated. That I might say that would be more the case. You, if you had synthetic biology in you, they would be a mimetic. They wouldn't be an actual parasite. Um, you have to understand that after 60 years of spraying all kinds of pesticides and chemicals in the ground and spraying all kinds of genetically engineered chemicals, <clears throat> dumping nanomaterials from the sky, spraying nanomaterials on the plants, that the parasites may have mutated. Some may have a program operating system also growing inside of them. So that were, that's where the synthetic biology would be, not necessarily the parasite itself. Some parasites can be a mimetic. This, can, this is also very true. So, but to classify them all under one umbrella would not be quite accurate. Um, the, um, the bugs today, the food we're eating, the way things are grown is all designed to destroy or break down the genetic code. All designed to create a compromising in your system so that somewhere, some way, somehow you break down 
and then you further get inundated with more technology, if you will, when you go to the doctor and they prescribe something that has a nano delivery method. Uh, so follow the dots. Follow the dots. You know, follow the dots. You might be surprised where it will take you, especially in the area of parasites. See, so that may not be true anymore. I today would say I would even challenge that statement today. Everyone has nanobots, I would agree. And the nanobots may act as a parasite. That may happen. But everyone has nanobots. Not everybody has parasites. Unless possibly the parasites that you're referring to might be some kind of mutation as a result of nanobiology or nanotechnology. That's what we're living in. You gotta remember the environment has never the environment was dumped on long before they did any testing. So when you're looking at how long the stuff's been in the environment and how long the smokestack has been spewing nanoparticles, how long has the cars emitting uh, exhaust emissions have been spewing out nanoparticles? How long have they been spraying nanosilica and nano, uh, nano silver on food? Okay, it's also a crap. We don't know. But we do know that in the event when they spray these things for an extended period of time, there is an accumulation factor and can cause high levels of environmental damage called epigenetic damage. Pollutants that could cause genetic damage to the body. So when we're talking in terms of today's times and what we're being exposed to and how we're being exposed and the effects that everybody's feeling from those exposures, that's where we got to be dealing with today. A lot of things that we've been told in the last 40, 50 years, when it comes to the health food industry, a lot of it can be scrapped. Maybe the first 20 years in the industry might, might have had some reality, but this industry today is a joke. It is the joke of the century. Next to allopathic medicine, the health food industry would be right behind the doctors that practice medicine as the witchcraft of the day, the hocus pocus smokus of the day. There is no credibility to it anymore. Some of the products that are still selling may still have value. Some of the older products that have been around for some time may still have value, but a lot of the supplements, and especially in the United States and Canada too, they got all these certifications and identifications on their bottles, but the stuff lacks substance. A lot of times you're buying stuff that doesn't have anything in it. Makes you wonder whose side is the health protection branches on? Whose side is the ministries of health on? Whose side is the FDA? Well, we know the FDA is not on anybody's side except their wallet. So, keep that in mind. We are no longer living in the 1960s, 50s, 40s, 30s, 20s, 1910, 1900, 1890. We're no longer living in those times.
Do we know if the nano breaks down? Yeah, it can break down, Haggis. In about maybe a thousand years. <laughs> You're dealing with carbon. Carbon C60 molecule that gets into the body. That's three times harder than diamond. A hundred times stronger than steel. And if they had diamine or... Um, what's the other one they got? Carbamine. They're even harder than the carbon C60. They're three times harder than carbon C60 is. Imagine that. Nine times stronger than diamond. How long do you think it's going to take to break down? If you shut it off, you can discard it. But as far as breakdown goes, you need a great deal of heat to disintegrate it or a high powerful static charge like they have in the scrubbers, in the smokestack scrubbers. If you got a high, it's like 220,000 volts to basically turn it to disintegrate it. Or you can make your own power supply, boost it up, and run it as a EMP. But these things are designed, remember, unless you hit them with an EMP pulse, they're designed to self-assemble, self-replicate, and self-repair. Just like your body. So it can self-assemble, self-replicate, self-repair. So... Until you turn that program off, it'll keep on being a perpetual battle. So we have to start thinking in terms today of nano poisoning, nano saturation. When it rains, usually when it rains, the next day people get sick. My phone rings off the hook. I got sinusitis. I got respiratory issues. It feels like I got emphysema. It feels like I'm dying of cancer, blah, blah, blah. I get this all the time. And I tell, and some of the people work outdoors, like mailmen, and I tell them, look, you're outdoors, you're going to be swallowing a lot of aluminum. You need to use the borax and baking, borax and the um, um, magnesium in a distilled water dispenser of a teaspoon of each and sip on that all day. That's like the simplest, easiest way to create a barrier around you and inside of you. By having something that can take these things and flush them out before they have a chance to assemble. You can use table salt, sea salt, excuse me, to do the same thing. Salt seems to have a way of blocking these things from aggregating. You can use a solvent like sodium thiosulfate, DMSO, or brandy, vodka, cognac. That too keeps the nano from assembling and clustering inside the body. So you can also use a seal or a sulfur to do the same thing. So you have lots of different ways and means to, you know, keep these things from accumulating in the body. They want you subdued with this nanotech so they can continue loading your body up with nanotech, again, to turn you into God knows what. Um, this is 
Is what? Yeah, I know, but still have, seems like a wise guy. Okay, I'm not sure what they're talking about. All right. Um, we are what we are, and we are where we're at. I want to talk something else, too, just so that I want to uh, awaken everybody. The United States has now come out with their own version of a hypersonic missile. But for some reason, for those of you who don't know what this is, a hypersonic missile flies that can fly up to three times the speed of sound, up to four times, and can an enemy target from your homeland by firing a button. Can reach the other side and, dis and disintegrate the other side within seven to five to seven minutes. And the U.S. has come up with their own version of it. So that means, that means now... You don't have to send soldiers to a, to, um, to a war zone. You can now fire these missiles and hit those targets right from your home base, wherever you live. Isn't that interesting? Now, isn't that interesting? And I was, like I said last show, I was watching some of these programs where these guys were being interviewed about their perception of AI and where things are going. And... Um, I talked to other people as well in regarding to other topics and regarding to, you know, um, uh, again, different themes about war. This is going to change the game and how war is waged. Okay. Firing missiles from your home base can also invite missiles to your home base. This is something that everybody needs to be prepared prepared with and understand. If you can fire this missile out of Washington, D.C. and hit Tehran and Iran, Iran may not have the missile capability of firing a nuclear long range or, or not as fast, but it can get a long range missile and fire that back into the United States. Whether the interceptors can stop it or not is another story. So, be aware of the current events going on around you and the latest technological events going on around you. This is all designed to make war more efficient, you know, better kill zone. And uh, everybody needs to stand up and say they've had enough. They've had enough. I listen to Mr. Trump talking. He states unequivocally he doesn't want a war with Iran either. But he says there is a military industrial complex in the United States that does. My suggestion would be to the military industrial complex that does want to go and have a war with Iran, you know, hop on the next plane, boat, car, whatever, drive over there, you know, we'll send you a postcard. You know, I, I'm pretty sure everybody's had, had their fill of war. I need to know I have. When we're doing different things to negotiate or to negate nanopoisoning in the body, diet's going to be the biggest thing. Rice, pasta, cereals, grains, breads, they've got to go. These things are loaded with tech, tech that can alter your DNA. The concept of the fast tracking 
Now, Trump did do something kind of goofy this week. Let's see if I got it. Um, he basically fast-tracked uh, GMOs so that they can be made for exportation a lot faster. And they'll have the same toxic glyphosates and everything else going on. So this is why I say to the Europeans, they need to stop and pay attention to what they're buying from coming in from the U.S. and Canada. And recognize that these things can be altered and can have an altering effect on you as well. It's how it is. It's the way it is. It's the why it is. And you look at your kids today. Hello, everybody. Um, oh, what happened here? <laughs> uh, one of my programs kicked in. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> ah, fun. Anyway, yeah, when you look at your kids today, and someone was mentioning to me that the kids today don't care what they look like. They seem to be to have lost their capacity to um, be presentable. That's because they lost hope. That's because they lost hope. Jeez, what's going on here? Okay, they've lost they've lost hope in regarding to life. What they see around them and what's being shown on television and how kids are supposed to look like, pudgy, round, fat, whatever, you know, demented, acting with anger and frustration, that's the program. So, like I said, you got to offer your kids hope, but one of the things you got to do in order to do that is get that cell phone away from them. They're not going to be an easy task. And vaccines. Vaccines are part of the problem. I have never seen a campaign as strong as I've seen in the last two years about trying to force people or guilt people, guilt people into taking vaccines. Nobody in their right mind would ever have a vaccine if they looked at the actual evidence of what's just in the excipients alone. Imagine that. Nobody reads. That's the problem. Gotta get a cartoonist. Start drawing cuneiform. Showing people the magic code. They'll follow that. <laughs> You'll see a picture showing you uh, of corn, uh, GMO corn, and somebody eating it and dying, and showing you the other corn that they're eating non-GMO and living. Having a picture of that will speak volumes. I would have to text myself. <laughs> Haggis, you got a problem, bud. <laughs> That's programming to the hilt. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my. <laughs> Where is this? Monkey Brad says, now the schools are allowed to give unvaccinated children 
uh, of the age of 12 shots without the parents' consent. Who, um, where, where is, where, what state is doing this? I know uh, California is passing legislation now also to exempt the exemptions uh, from being used, the religious exemptions. Yeah, that may that may be true. Well, I got a I got a link there, Starfire, that the cell phones are actually causing um, the body to change shape. Let's see if I find it real quick. Yeah, it's uh, hold on. This one's actually showing you the deformities that the cell phone is causing. Happen now. Okay, cell phones are causing genetic abnormalities to occur in the body's physiology. People are not growing like they used to. Oh, I know, I forgot. Ah, uh, forgot about that minor detail. Aha! Uh -huh, now it'll work. There you go. Ah. Uh, so when you're looking at that that link, you will see what's going on in the skeletal system. Alrighty, I'm always talking about the Micro Effect Broadcasting Network. Again, you need to access them in, in ways of helping them out financially. So give them your support, help them any way you can. You got myself at AugmentedForce.com. Uh, again, there's links on the site. If you've got some kind of nano infection, Go on the site, access on the left side, the recipe for a YouTube link, click on it, and then go to the right side, and you will see a Nano Solutions link. Click on it. Beside it, you'll see a Nano, nano Bucket link. Click on it. Access these things. Learn how to use these things. Learn how to apply these things, and understand the nature of the assault. So if you had knowledge, if you had today's knowledge eight nine years ago when you were first got afflicted, the nano poison, what you did do different? What steps would you take first? I don't know if anything would have been changed. Um, nobody knew at the time what was going on and the only reason why I know today what I know is because I had to go through the process of learning it was an expensive hard lesson to learn seems like all the lessons that that require the most pain seems to take the most out of you but once you have that lesson you got it so back then Brian 396 and myself we first got together on this. He was the one that actually discovered the whole concept. I just basically came along afterwards, and then I started putting it together in different formats. And so we really didn't know what we were doing, but he had found this, I had found that, and we collaborated. So this is the key about collaboration. You find people that you can actually collaborate with, you can find answers. Um... And those answers only come through a process. Keep that in mind. So I don't know if I would have changed anything uh, other than the fact maybe hopefully I could have learned, learned what I needed to learn faster because the experience is quite painful, got to tell you. 
it hurts like hell you get targeted you get beamed you have triangles popping out of you you have discs popping out of you you have um, chips coming out of you you have uh, tiny little bots coming out of you quantum dots by the drove you'll have fullerenes fully extended inside of you it's not a pleasant feeling waking up seeing a triangle formed on your cheek or your forehead is not my idea of a good time so um, would I change anything? I don't think it's. I don't think the outcome would have been the same if there had been that change. You know, to be honest with you, I don't think we would have had the bucket. I don't think we would have had the triangle. I don't think we would have had half the stuff that I've developed over the time. Nor would I have had the time to have developed it because I've been too preoccupied with other non-essential uh, things. So. Um, you definitely have to go through a process. In that process, everything, a lot of things get expunged out of your body as well as out of your soul. Things get pulled out. Things get pulled out. Um, yeah, so like I said, you know, we are no longer living in a dark world. We're living in a bleak one. Anybody that you can help save as a remnant would be a good idea because you can see that if you're not prepared or you don't have the capacity to get access to things you're definitely going to be suffering some tough times coming ahead and the more you're networked with each other the easier it can be because everybody will work together to help everybody get out of a bad situation so that's the um that's the gist, really, of it all. Um, that whole networking is going to go a long way in helping each other find different... Not only just in the nano and other things, too. Uh, Tony, have you ever been to a good doctor to get him to explain things? When I was a kid, I got um, poisoned on a reef. I was swimming in the Mediterranean, and a wave threw me on a reef, and it sliced my legs. And when I got back to the United States, I met a chiropractic doctor that was a holistic doctor. This is, you're talking back in the 60s and 70s now. And the guy was good. He knew and he would explain things to you. But today, the doctors are a ridiculous joke by far. I thought I heard music. Did I hear music? I did. Okay, so we'll see you next week. Till then, network, study, and apply. Take care.